Hi and welcome to Think Healthy with Hayley. This is a podcast for women who are interested in health, fitness, weight loss and mindset. So if you want to feel more in control, enjoy food, stop dieting and just feel happier and healthier and getting to where you want to be, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into the episode. So today we are talking about a few concepts that can help you when it comes to mindset and being patient with yourself, pushing yourself to achieve the goals that you have and remembering it doesn't matter how long it takes and there is no one else to compare to. And I think we struggle with all of these things at times. We struggle to be consistent. We struggle with comparison because there will always be someone that you can see who seems to be doing better. They've achieved the goal quicker. They're just all around doing a better job than it seems like you're doing. And it can be really hard to keep going when you feel like you're just not doing good enough and you should be further along. So these concepts hopefully will help. And the first one I want to talk about is the joy is in the climb. This is something I came across uh, listening to a video on YouTube this week about the book Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. And the video was explaining some of the concepts of the book. And one of them was that the joy is in the struggle itself. And the analogy was of a mountain climber. And if you imagine you are a mountain climber, you want to climb the mountain. And the goal for you is to get to the top of the mountain, but you don't want to just get a helicopter ride to the top, right? Because that takes away the actual journey itself. And sometimes when we think about our goals, we think, I just want to get to the top of that mountain. I just want to achieve that goal. But if we were to do that and focus on just that end goal, we miss out on the whole journey, the whole struggle, but ultimately what gives us the sense of pride, the sense of achievement, the sense of enormous satisfaction that we've done something that we didn't think we could do and we've learned so much on the way and we've persevered and we've stumbled and fallen, but we've kept on going. And for that mountain climber, when they get to the top and they've got this amazing view, that's that's awesome, right? You can imagine how good that would be. But it's knowing how far you've come that gives you that ultimate sense of happiness and joy and pride. And if you just got a lift to the top, you're not going to get that same feeling. And it's the same, I would say, with a marathon runner. If you are training for a marathon, if you imagine it's putting in the hard work and it's building up your fitness and it's pushing yourself in the run up to that marathon and then getting yourself fit enough to run it. And it's also then pushing yourself through that 26 miles, being strong and determined and knowing that you're gonna be feeling pain, but you keep on going. If you imagine that you, you didn't train for the marathon and on the day you just hitch a ride in a car and go around 26 miles, you get the medal because no one knows and that's it, you've got the medal, but you didn't really do anything that's the same thing with when it comes to weight loss like if you were to just achieve your weight loss goal or to achieve your health and fitness goals that you have and suddenly be where you want to be you'd miss out on the journey and there is so much to be gained from that journey even though it is a struggle it is hard sometimes it's uncomfortable and sometimes it just sucks but there is so much to gain from that and as humans that's how we grow and we thrive like, through overcoming these struggles. So 
when we match it up to your goal, if your goal is to to lose weight and to build healthy habits, build a healthy relationship with food, if we just could wave a magic wand and that could all happen for you tomorrow, you wake up and you're at the goal, you wouldn't keep it without the mindset, without the habits and without the knowledge that you need to gain on the journey. And unfortunately, there is no magic wand that will give you all that overnight. So it can help to think, do you know what? There is a reason that I'm going through this struggle. There is a reason that these habits are hard to build. There's a reason that I need to work on my mindset. I need to gain some knowledge. It can feel really hard. Sometimes it can feel overwhelming, like there's just not enough time. But this is where if you break it down, if you think like that mountain climber, all you ever need to do is take the next step. Ultimately, if you do that, you will get to the top. You will get that goal and you will see this incredible view. You've just got to keep taking that one step at a time to get there, even when it looks like this ridiculous mountain that you'll never get to. You will get there. So break it down into what's the next step I can take? What do I need to learn to create the version of me who can get to the goal and keep it? What are the habits that I need to have? What is the mindset? What's the thought patterns that I want to build? And what knowledge do I need to seek? If you keep doing that, remember, you might trip up. Like you might stumble and slide a little way back down the mountain. But if you persevere, if you decide you're just going to keep taking the next step, you will get there. And imagine the sense of pride that you will get versus if you just got a helicopter ride and went to the top. And I would match that helicopter ride to maybe having weight loss surgery and there's nothing wrong with having weight loss surgery but if you get to suddenly achieving the goal without gaining what you need on the way it's very 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 hard to maintain it it's very easy to slide all the way back down the mountain because you haven't got the tools you need to sustain that goal that you've reached so there is a reason behind that struggle and the next point that i wanted to make is it doesn't matter how long it takes when you look back at the end of your life, like you won't care what weight you were on this day in 2021. You will care that you enjoyed your life. You'll care that you were happy and connected with people and had great experiences and did the best that you could. And you can do all those things right now, even if you're not at your goal. And when we start to, to try and race towards the goal and think that we should be there sooner, you can get really caught up in just thinking, I need to be quicker. I need to be going down this road quicker. I need to get to the goal. And that's the sole focus. You end up just thinking about weight and forgetting to enjoy everything that's around you. You end up feeling like you're never good enough as you are. And your whole day or week is dictated by the number you see on the scales. And that's not a fun way to be. So if we took away that pressure, if we said, you know what? It doesn't matter how long it takes me to lose this weight. I'm just going to focus on those habits, the mindset, the knowledge, taking that next step. You will get there probably quicker than if you're just focused on trying to race to the finish. Because the pattern that people fall into, if they're focused on just getting that weight loss as quickly as possible, they go down restrictive routes and they, they cut out foods they enjoy. They miss out on social occasions. They beat themselves up if they fall off track even a little tiny bit and that can lead to guilt and frustration and then eating and drinking because they've fallen off track so they may as well start again on Monday and it becomes this vicious cycle but if you take that pressure off 
People are often scared that when they do that, they'll just never reach the goal. But it doesn't happen like that. If you've got a clear plan to follow and you know what you're working towards and it really means something to you, like you want to become that person. It's not just about losing the weight, but it's about becoming the next even better version of you. The version who has great habits, who takes great care of herself, who's got a really healthy relationship with food and who can eat the foods that she loves and feel in control and feel like she's on it, she's got it, she's determined to get there, but she's also enjoying life along the way. And when you do that, you can just bring it back to, what do I need to do today? Like, what's the next thing that's gonna take me a step closer? But also, how can I enjoy myself today? Like, I'll never get this day again, so let's not waste it feeling bad about myself and beating myself up or criticizing how I look. Let's focus on enjoying it. Let's focus on appreciating all I have and feeling proud of what I've done so far, loving the body I've got, and working to nourish and nurture it and make it fitter and healthier and stronger. So this brings me on to your 95-year-old self. The 95-year-old version of you, Like, what would she want you to do? I think this is a really helpful question and this is something that I've been working on with my coach who has been coaching me around thinking long-term, but thinking about how you want to enjoy life along the way. Because my mindset is something that can get caught up in trying to do the best I can in the moment, but then actually stressing myself out about it because I'm just focused on the now and I'm forgetting that actually there's a bigger picture. Like It's important to enjoy life and not struggle, struggle, struggle with the goal that you've got. Ultimately, you want to be able to look back on your life and be happy with with what you've done, how you lived it. And that's going to come from finding that balance. It's not going to come from just focusing solely on one thing like weight loss or your career or whatever else. It's going to come from the big picture, enjoying everything, doing your best, but also giving yourself a break when you need it, like not striving all the time to just get to the next goal but actually enjoying every day that you've got along the way and for me like my 95 year old self would sometimes tell me just to to chill the fuck out like sometimes I get too focused on things and I actually need to just relax and enjoy the moment and for you like what what would your 95 year old self say like if you're looking at the goals you've got at the moment and the way that your your lifestyle is kind of panning out like would the 95 year version of you be happy with that she's going to want you to take care of yourself essentially right if you imagine you get to the end of your days you're looking back on your life what would you want to think you'd want to think that you took care of yourself like physically and mentally you probably want to feel like you connected with people and you were present and you enjoyed every day that you had when you get to the end of your days there's no more left you're going to want to look back and think Do you know what I enjoyed every single one of those even if I wasn't at my ideal weight even if I didn't do brilliantly that day even if things weren't perfect I still want to make sure that I enjoyed what was there and what I had and you probably want to think that you were kind to yourself like I I have a real fear of getting to the end of my life and regretting things that I did or didn't do And I think a big regret for me that I've realised would be I'd regret beating myself up all the time. I'd regret being really hard on myself and then feeling down because of my own thinking. I'd much rather look back and think, 
do you know what? I wasn't perfect, but I was trying and I kept learning and I kept growing. And I tried my best to be on my side because I know that's what helps me to progress more. I didn't hold myself back by just feeling bad, feeling guilty for things I'd done, beating myself up and then staying stuck. Like I focused on learning. I became a learner and I kept growing and I kept improving. That's what I'd want to think when I'm 95 years old. So it can be a really good question to think about. Like, What would your 95-year-old self want you to do right now? It can help guide you because she's a lot older and wiser than you are, than I am. So what would she think? Like, What would mean the most to her when she's looking back, when that version of you is looking back? What would you want to have done? I think that can help. And the last thing I want to mention is comparison and how it's so important to not compare yourself to what you see online and other people in general what they're doing and this cropped up for me this week in photography and I am someone who really enjoys taking pictures if you follow me on Instagram like you might see some of the photos that I take when I go out for my walks and I'm really lucky to live in a beautiful part of the country where there are lakes and woods quite close by and it's such an amazing place and I go out walking and this year I bought myself a pretty expensive camera lens to go with the camera that I bought last year so I can take some good photos and I really enjoy doing that just being out in nature seeing the wildlife that's around I naturally wake up quite early so I go out at sunrise and there's so much happening at sunrise it's beautiful but the thing is I post my photos that I that I've taken that day and I obviously only post the ones that came out well there's no point posting the ones that were out of focus or where I missed the bird that I was trying to get a picture of but if you were just looking at my Instagram feed you would think wow these photos are great like she's a good photographer maybe but the thing is I take so many photos and there are so many that are rubbish I'm posting maybe the two percent that I'm really proud of and even then I've adjusted them I've edited them I've just changed the contrast a little bit to make them look as good as they can be and this is the thing like I post them sometimes and I think well this isn't a true reflection of what's going on here this is just the ultra ultra highlights of my walk and my pictures and it's the same thing online in general with social media that's just how it works isn't it like none of us are going to post rubbish photos or boring stuff that happens every day we're only going to post the highlights and it really brings it back to me when I think just how many awful photos I take and then I'll get lovely comments from people saying how good these photos are and a lot of it is just that I take so many that some of them are going to be good and there is a part to it of building that skill and that's something that I'm working on every day so another part to this is that like with what we've been saying so far a lot of the the joy in achieving a goal is the struggle and the learning on the way so with photography I'm like developing this skill through time and practice and through lots of mistakes and messing up and missing the shot and being out of focus or having on the wrong setting but I'm gaining so much from that I'm learning a lot and I get really frustrated sometimes when I miss a great shot because I had the wrong setting or I wasn't paying attention but as part of learning as part of being a photographer it happens to everyone and it's it's the same with anything in life like you're not going to get it perfect all the time you're going to make mistakes you're going to slip up but 
if you keep practicing, if you keep learning from those slip ups and see what you can take from it and apply it to next time, then you get better, you get more consistent, you start to get more wins. And I've noticed that with taking photos over the last four, five, six months, just learning from the many mistakes and then becoming someone who's just got her settings right a little bit more and being maybe more attuned to like what might happen next and learning like the behavior of the animals that I'm taking pictures of. There's so much learning that can be done and the more you practice it, the better you get. So the mistakes with everything, like with weight loss, with health and fitness, they give you so many lessons and it's, I think it would be so easy to get frustrated and give up. And if I was focused on how many mistakes I'd made with photography, I would have given up ages ago because there's so many. But the joy of having a, a digital camera is you can just delete them. But learning from them is a key thing first. I think it's the same with the weight loss journey. If you make a mistake and expect to make many, take the lesson from it first and then just delete it from your mind. Focus on all the good things. And it's like a snapshot in your day. When you think about all the wins that you might have created in that day, it's easy to forget these wins, but looking at any great decision that you made, any time that you put in the effort to do some exercise when you could have just sat on the sofa, any time when you prepared for something that helped you out later, like you put a put a recipe together or you batch cooked something or you said no to that biscuit when you really wanted to say yes, any time that you do something that takes you that one small step towards your goal, that's a win, that's something to feel proud of. And it's so important to celebrate those wins. And for me in photography, it's important to celebrate it so that I remember what I did and remember how to create that moment again next time, like to have the right settings on the camera, to anticipate what might happen, to get in the right place, have the right angles. When it comes to weight loss, when you feel proud of those moments, it makes your brain want to repeat them, gives you a sense of achievement in the moment, even a small one, even something that feels really insignificant. If you decide to feel proud of it, you create a memory of it in your mind and you're enhancing the neural pathways in your brain that will then build that into a habit. So there is a science behind it. It's not just a case of woo-woo trying to feel really good about yourself. It's a case of building habits and that comes through feeling good and remembering what you did and mentally rehearsing it helps as well. So thinking about what you did, thinking it through in your mind, realizing that makes you feel good and it becomes embedded, it becomes something that you you just find that your brain decides to do these things. It prompts you to go for a walk, to make a healthy food choice, to get to bed that bit earlier, to get up and do some stretching, whatever it is. The more you celebrate the wins and feel proud, the more likely you are to create good habits and keep going and ultimately achieve that goal. So focusing on you is so important. And the last question that I'll finish this off with is what can you do to improve your habits and lifestyle? What's one thing you can focus on? Just focus on you. Like what do you need? What's going to help you move that one step closer towards your goal? And for many people, the biggest struggle is being consistent, like having the motivation to keep going for long enough to achieve that goal. And motivation will come and go. That is a feeling that we get. And we, we get feelings based on the thoughts that we have. 
So if you find that you're motivated for a certain period of time and then it just fizzles out, it's normally because your thoughts have changed. In the beginning of doing something new, doing a new weight loss plan, there's a bit of excitement because your thoughts are generally along the lines of, oh, this is new. This is the one. This is the time I'm going to make it happen. I'm ready. Let's do it. It's fresh. It's exciting. And then you get a week, two, three weeks in and suddenly it's the same stuff. It's you've got to keep going. It's like, well, is this it? Is this what I've got to keep doing for the rest of my life? And the motivation will start to fade away. You might find thoughts of, I just don't have the time to do this. That's another really common one. And so if you notice this is happening, then changing your thoughts is one big part of it. So again, bringing it back to habits and lifestyle, like what's going to get me to this goal and help me stay there? And attaching a bit of enjoyment to that is important as well. So if you can enjoy the little wins that you create along the way, and again, feel proud of them, like notice the good things, even the small ones, and decide to feel good about it. That's one big part of keeping the motivation going, keeping the momentum, and ultimately building that consistency. Because if you choose to focus on it and feel good and enjoy it, your brain wants to keep doing it. And it becomes easier, it becomes a habit over time. And that's what gets you moving towards your goal in eventually an easier and enjoyable way. So that's one thing to think about. And consistency in general, it's it's a lot to do with habits. It's a lot to do with having the right mindset around things and with expecting yourself to slip up as well. Expecting that you're not going to do this perfectly. You will have days or weeks where it just feels off track. But you need to keep bringing it back to those fundamentals of success when it comes to weight loss and being healthy, taking amazing care of your body. The things that will always help you are going to be based around nutrition, understanding calorie intake, understanding that calories matter most when it comes to weight loss. But you also want to build healthy, natural foods into your diet and have plenty of protein, plenty of vegetables and natural foods. For most people, planning this in is really important. So having a good plan, understanding that you might need to just check food packets and portion sizes a little bit, but you can combine this with just slow and mindful eating. And if you are practicing that regularly, so planning your food, planning good nutrition, planning in a little bit of what you really enjoy as well to make sure it doesn't feel restrictive, it's not like a diet, It's just you taking amazing care of your body and then sprinkling in foods that you love and planning protein in there regularly to help you stay full and nourished. If you do that and then you practice eating when you're hungry, stopping when you feel satisfied and being aware of any mindless eating or habit eating that comes in, which most of us will do, or emotional eating as well, as you build that habit and that awareness, ultimately that's one of the biggest keys to weight loss is doing that and finding where you tend to eat when you're not hungry. You tend to eat through emotion or because it's a certain time of day. And then working out how these foods make you feel. When feels a good time to stop when you're eating? What feels best for you? Do you feel best when you have certain foods like protein, lots of vegetables? And when you eat foods that you really enjoy that are not nutritious, planning those in and actually eating them with a sense of this is food that I love and it's totally fine and I'm going to enjoy every bite guilt-free 
that will bring you that healthy relationship with food that you're looking for, like proving to yourself nothing's off limits and actually you're planning it in. So you're telling yourself, this is totally fine. I actually factor this into my nutrition and it fits and I enjoy it and I can move on, make my next choice a great one because I've got a good plan and I'm going to keep going. That would be one of the first things I would start with, that whole concept of planning, nutrition, mindful eating, and then you can look at, am I am I being active? Am I getting my steps in? Am I doing strength training? That's another topic. I would look through the podcast episodes to find out more about strength training if you're interested. And continuing on from there, remembering then, bring this back to the beginning of the, po- of the podcast. It's about what you learn on the way. It's about the struggle. It's about Remember, you are going to make a mistake. You are going to slip up multiple times. But that's part of the journey. That's part of feeling so damn proud when you get to the goal because you kept going. You didn't give up. You didn't get a lift to the top. You made it there yourself. You learned, you built habits, you built consistency, you made mistakes, you kept going. So that's it for today. I hope that is helpful. There's a few different concepts there, but that's that's it so any thoughts questions on that i'm always happy to help if you want to drop me an email hayley at hayleyplumber.co.uk have a great week and i'll speak to you again soon thank you so much for listening to the podcast today i hope you enjoyed it if you have any questions if i can help you in any way please feel free to get in contact with me via my website, hayleyplumber.co.uk or come find me on Facebook or Instagram and I would love to connect with you. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll speak to you soon.